episode is going to be all about friendship. It's a topic that I've touched on in a lot of episodes individually, but I've never done just a collective episode on friendship, talking about my experience with friends, my kind of mindset, the kind of friend that I like to have, and also the kind of friend I like to be, being an adult in your 20s, staying close with your friends, meeting new friends. And that's going to be kind of the start of this. And then I'm going to answer your guys' advice questions you sent in regarding friendship. And I said it could be about anything. It could be about friendship conflict, trying to make friends, situations with your friends, whatever it may be, just all about friendship. I definitely think I've had a lot of experience with friends. Obviously, I'm 22, almost 23. My birthday's on July 1st. So I'm going to be 23 soon and I've definitely dealt with just a lot of different kinds of friends and kind of had good experiences, bad experiences, so I thought I would just do a whole episode on this. I just took cash outside and I'm a little bit traumatized because I put on his collar but I guess it wasn't entirely locked in place and we live in like a pretty busy area and his collar for some reason snapped and came off and I flipped out even though he literally stayed right there. He was like right beside me and he stayed, which thank goodness I think the training has paid off because he didn't run from me because sometimes he thinks we're playing when we're running around and that is why I've been trying to break that habit because I never want him to run away from us and I was so scared I feel like I'm still shaking right now but there's just a lot of cars and people in Dallas drive so crazy it is so appalling how many people text and drive sorry I'm going on a rant right now because I'm just so like shaken up by this so many people text and drive, they hit curb, the streets are really narrow on the highway. Pretty much everyone goes 80 miles per hour, which is so fast. And if you're not going like 85 in the left-hand lane, you get passed. It's just crazy. People are insane here. I'm not saying everyone's a bad driver, but I literally get terrified sometimes driving on the highways here because people are just absolutely nuts. With that being said, I just get so nervous if he runs off, someone's not going to see him because he's still pretty small. And I'm just shaken up, but he's such a good boy. He is now licking a lick pad inside with peanut butter on it because I was so proud of him for not running away from me. But yeah, that's what just happened. I was about to go into my life update, but that just happened. So I had to share that because it's fresh on my mind. I just want to say a few things before I start this. I actually had so many people who submitted stuff for this. And so I'm going to try to keep this intro short. But one... I've really been enjoying the more collaborative episodes. I've been enjoying getting the feedback from you guys. I've also been asking on Instagram poll questions. So when you guys submit either an email if it's longer or just shorter things on Instagram, I've really been liking doing that. It makes me feel really connected. It makes me have more ideas for what you guys want me to talk about. And so if you guys want to ever participate in the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram. It's just at Michelle Reed. And that is where I always ask for things for this podcast. So I want to say that. I also want to say there's definitely more people who are finding the podcast. I've had a lot of people who don't watch my YouTube channel or anything. They just find my podcast. And that makes me really happy too. So I'm just happy you're here. Aiden's mom was in town last week. She left yesterday. It was so fun getting to hang out with her. Aiden's my husband, if you guys don't know. And we were hanging out with her doing so many fun things in Dallas. She's very active, so it was fun just getting to do a lot of things. And it's nice saying bye to people when you know you're going to see them soon because we're going to Rhode Island in a couple weeks to see her. And on that note, I definitely think there's been some good energy. People are traveling now. People are really happy. With that being said, I got used to really cheap flight prices. Flights ain't cheap anymore. We just spent a great deal of money, partially because we booked them pretty last minute, but I think everyone's just traveling now. I also think, I don't know if the gas prices have anything to do with this either. Aiden's mom said it was because there were planes that were 
like in storage because they weren't being used and they just haven't brought them out yet so that could be part of it i don't know but it was very expensive so if you guys are planning on doing any traveling i'd highly recommend booking your tickets soon because things are getting a little bit pricey which is kind of good because that means that more people are traveling which is nice but yeah i think that's everything i have to say for my intro sorry i feel like i'm so scatterbrained right now because i'm still just a little shaken up i need to calm down i'm drinking this poppy drink it's like a probiotic soda and it's really good. It tastes very similar to Olipop, but if you guys haven't tried it, I think it's really good. Okay, to start off, I'm going to kind of give my background on friendships, my approach to them, a little background about me that you guys might already know if you listen to a lot of these episodes, but first things first, I am one of five kids and all of my siblings are two years apart. So I am the youngest. I am 22. And then each of my siblings is two years older than me, and my sisters are the closest in age to me. So there's three girls, two boys. My oldest brother is 31, I think. Yeah, he's 31. He just turned 31. And so growing up this way, something that I think is so special and something that I appreciate so much, especially as an adult, is how much my family is actually my friends. When I was growing up, I was so close to my sisters. I'm still very close with my sisters. They are truly my best friends. It's so nice when you actually like your family and you're not forced to like them because we just get along really well. We have a ton of fun together. My sister Lindsay's a mom and then Jamie is two years older than me. So while we're in kind of different stages of life, I just always feel like when I'm around them, things just feel like they used to be. And with that being said, I never was someone who had just a really large friend group because I spent a lot of time with my family. I was very close to my family and I really viewed them as my friends. And I also never felt like I was the kind of person who really fit within one friend group. Right now, I would say I have three close friends and those are pretty much my only close friends I have. And I just want to say that that is okay. I think online you can kind of see people romanticize the idea of having just a lot of friends feeling really popular and while I think that's more so in high school I do think to some extent you still see that when people have graduated and they're adults and whatever but sometimes it's okay to have friends that also aren't in the same friend group like all my friends I would say are in different friend groups and I think that's fine as well I've just never been the kind of person who felt validated by having just a ton of friends I'd rather have really close friends that I could share my life with which honestly takes a lot of time Having friendships takes a lot of time and I didn't want to just have all these friends who I felt like I hardly invested in. I'd rather have friends who I felt really close to and spent a lot of time with. And with that being said, I was watching my friend Allison Bickerstaff's video recently, or I think it was like a month ago. She posted a video talking about how she's a very independent friend. Like she doesn't have to see her friends super often, but things still feel the same when they're together. She doesn't have to be texting them all the time. And she was like, I'm just more of an independent friend. And I definitely think that's how I am too, just given my situation with my family. And that's not to say I don't take time to reach out to my friends, check in on them, hang out with them. I definitely do. I think a lot of people think I don't have as many friends because I don't vlog with my friends very often, but I really don't vlog with other people beyond my family very often at all. So I just really enjoy my time with people. So I'm normally not vlogging it. I've just kind of been content with not having as many friends. And I'm going to kind of share the kind of friend I want to be and also the kind of friend I want to have. And I think that'll give more context why 
it's okay if you don't have a ton of friends because honestly, I think you should be really picky with who you spend your time with. I also don't have a lot of friend drama. I know a lot of people are probably clicking on this episode hoping to get some tea, some stories to get out of this. I don't think I have any really big tea moments. I think most of my friendships that ended they just kind of fizzled out there wasn't like a specific moment where I confronted them and things ended poorly it just naturally kind of died as people got older and I think that that's also okay too so I'm sorry if you're coming here for drama I I don't know yeah I really don't have a lot but I'm sure you guys send in some so stay tuned because if you're into that I'm sure people ask some questions about that and from a biblical perspective as a Christian when it comes to friendship it always makes me think of Genesis 2 when God has finished creating everything and he's with Adam and he says you know everything's good but then suddenly something's not good he says it is not good that man should be alone And I think there in that verse, it shows that it is good to have friendship, companionship, community, and it's also important. We shouldn't stay isolated. And as an introvert, as someone who's very, very comfortable being alone, this is like something for me to hear because it is important that you're in community with people and it does take effort. I think a lot of times people think that friendship is just going to happen and it's not. It takes time. I also love Proverbs. I think Proverbs shares a lot about what it looks like to have good friends. Proverbs 13.20 says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. I don't know about you guys, but my parents always told me, you become who you hang out with. And that is so true. And this is why I think it is so important to be around people that you want to be like when you look at them their character, not even their accomplishments, none of that stuff, just who they are as a person if you want to be like that. Because if you're spending time with someone, they're going to rub off on you. And I think even as an adult, this is true. A lot of times, I think parents tell their kids this when they're hanging out with people who are bad influences. But as an adult, it's also true in smaller ways that you might not notice. If you're around people who are negative, who are constantly gossiping, who, you know, put their trust in different areas of life than you do, like that is important stuff to consider. And on that note, I love this from Got Questions, which is one of my favorite resources, but it says the principle of friendship is also found in Amos. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Friends are of like mind. The truth that comes from all of this is a friendship is a relationship that is entered into by individuals, and it is only as good as or as close as those individuals choose to make it. Someone has said that if you can count your true friends on the fingers of one hand, you are blessed. A friend is one whom you can be yourself with and never fear that he or she will judge you. A friend is someone that you can confide in with complete trust. A friend is someone you respect and that respects you, not based upon worthiness, but based upon a likeness of mind. And I don't think that's to say you can't be friends with people who disagree with you, but I do think... If someone's living a totally different lifestyle than you and you look at that lifestyle and you recognize that you don't want to be that way, I personally don't think it's worth spending time on the friendship. That's not saying different views on certain things, but at the end of the day, you like their character. I think that's fine. And that's how I've always kind of approached things. Going into kind of the characteristics, I just want to say one more verse. It's from Colossians. It's Colossians 3, 12 through 14. And this is kind of the litmus test for me in terms of the kind of people I want to be around and also the kind of friend I want to be. And I'm not perfect at that. That's not to say I do all these things perfectly, but it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. 
If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So right off the bat, the most important thing for me, and this is because I've had experiences with this, that I am in a friendship with someone who is humble, who expresses humility. And this is like for me in all realms of my life, whenever I am looking up to someone who's not humble, when I'm friends with someone who's not humble, if I ever dated someone, I've never dated anyone who wasn't humble, but having friends who support you and support your accomplishments and share in the joy of your life, who don't come off as competitive, jealous, that is so important to me. And I want to be that way for someone else too. When I look at my life, the people I love the most are those who are humble and can appreciate the beauty of someone else without it having to rain on their own parade or whatever. Unfortunately, as someone who does this as a job, and this sounds so stupid to say because I'm not a celebrity and I'm not big at all, but I've had a lot of experiences where people have tried to be friends with me to get traction for their own social media, to get followers, to even start a YouTube channel. And Truly, from the bottom of my heart, I really love being friends with people who couldn't care less about what I do online while they can appreciate it and, you know, again, like I said, share in the joy when I experience joys with it, who don't care. That is so important to me because it doesn't feel good being used by people and I'm not going to say specific instances, but I have had experiences with this and it just makes me a little bit sad. Two is just having friends that are truthful I don't like being friends with people who are two-faced, who are acting one way around you, but then the minute they get around someone else, they kind of adapt their personality to be like whoever they're hanging out with, if that makes sense. Something that I've learned is if you're with someone who is always gossiping when they're with you, the probability that they are also gossiping about you is probably really high. And honestly, I have probably been this friend before. I've probably been the person who was gossiping with friends and it's something as an adult now that I really don't want to be like because I want people to feel like they can trust me and be honest with me and again going back to that verse not feel judgment by me either number three is just someone who's secure in themselves now this is not to say that you can't be friends with people who have insecurities like obviously we all have insecurities I just did a whole episode on insecurities, so you can go back and listen to that one sometimes when people are so deeply rooted in their insecurity there's a saying that says hurt people hurt people it's not fun being around someone who you constantly feel like you have to kind of tiptoe around I've had friends in the past who would be insecure if we didn't hang out all the time Or when I got a boyfriend and wasn't completely dropping a friend, but just saw them a little bit less, felt very offended. And obviously those are tricky situations, but as someone, like I said, who is independent, I do like to be able to kind of have other things in my life and not feel like I'm hurting someone who's insecure by that, if that makes sense. And the last thing, which is honestly, as I get older, the thing that I thought the thing that I find is the most important is just people are genuinely fun to be around. Do you know those friends when you're with them? You can just laugh so hard. You're, you get like those belly aches and it just feels so wholesome and fun and you don't have to kind of try. You can literally do whatever. They can just hang out at your house and you don't feel like things are that complicated. Those are the best friendships. It's interesting as a married couple now, Aiden and I, we definitely have friends that we have together now. 
where it's not so much kind of my friends, his friends, but it's just a friend group. We have a friend group in Austin who we love. And they're definitely those kinds of people who I just feel like I can totally be myself. Again, couldn't care less about the stuff that I do online. Just fun to be around. You can laugh, you can be yourself, and you just feel really happy. I love friends like that. And I love seeing them. And although we only see them like once every couple months or so because they're down there, it just always feels the same. It's always just a really great vibe. We have awesome conversations and I just really love them. They're really great to be around. But that is pretty much everything that I have to say for the start of this. I obviously with those things, it is harder to make friends when you're being more selective. And that's not to be mean. I just think you don't want to waste someone's time. And so I would just recommend kind of being upfront about what you want in a friendship. this episode i'm going to answer these advice questions so this one says friendships and relationships in general mean the world to me and give my life purpose this is why when a friendship ends it hurts even worse what really frustrates me is when i realize that a close friend i have known for all my life suddenly seems to stop caring about me they stop checking in on me and seem to not care whether we meet up again or not one of my best friends from kindergarten who was also my neighbor back home at my parents house has changed a lot in terms of personality but she has continued to be important to me and i love her the way she is however she has become a very artsy and free-spirited person and i think that she believes i live a too conservative life i'm 22 and engaged doing the teacher's degree but actually really open-minded and loving towards any kind of person it hurts me that i'm not cool enough to be important to her have you experienced something similar and do you have any advice as to how to deal with that situation she also sent some really nice info to and she's from Austria which is really cool I actually just watched I watched the movie the woman in gold and it was such a great movie if you're looking for a good movie it's about kind of like world war ii it was a phenomenal movie if you want to watch it but it's in Austria that's why I say that but yeah I think that this definitely kind of touches on the aspect of changing as you get older and it's just going to happen when you change personalities and you grow and you evolve as a person I guess I would question if you've ever talked to her about it because I think a lot of times we think people are thinking something when they actually aren't, when maybe they've just gotten busy, something's come up, and maybe they actually do think that about you now and they don't want to be around you, but I don't think you can know that unless you actually just like reach out and talk about it because I think that if anything, it might just be that you guys are in different life stages and she just feels like it's more difficult to hang out and relate to you. And I think it's kind of like when people are having kids, they really like to be around people who also have kids. It just makes it easier. Sometimes people just relate to the people that they're in the life stage with. And so it could just be something about that. But if that's not the kind of person you are, then I think you should totally have a conversation about it and just ask her. And I feel like I always say that in my episodes and it's probably not helpful because a lot of times you don't actually just want to flat out ask. But if you're thinking this, I have found, at least in my friendships, a lot of times when things end, it's because one person is thinking the other person is thinking something and that person thinks the other person is thinking something, but they never really talk about it and then they just drift. And it makes me really sad. I think that's happened to some of my friendships and it's just kind of interesting to think about what would happen if you just kind of talked about it to see. So I hope this helps. I know that's really hard though, but I also know that I also relate to this. So you're not alone. Okay, this one I think is really good and very interesting. She says, I have a couple of friends that I met in high school. During high school, most of what we did together revolved around drinking, hooking up, and then talking about those things. I'm now in my early 20s, and I have lost touch with some of the people in that group, but they still invite me to birthdays and so on, which is really nice of them. 
Over the past two years, I've become a Christian and I haven't told them. And for that reason, I don't feel comfortable doing the things I used to. Now, every time we meet up, I feel super awkward and like a total outsider, mostly because I can't contribute to the conversation anymore. I wish I could find a new friend group, one where people have values more similar to my own, but at the same time, it makes me sad to think I can't be friends with people I disagree with. So I guess my question is how to be friends with people who live a different lifestyle, and also how do I tell my friends about my faith and the values that come with that without hurting their feelings? Because I do really appreciate our friendship and would never want to come across as judgy or acting holier than thou, if that makes sense. Okay, this one I think is so good because I just want to normalize that it's okay if you are friends with people in high school, you're still close, but you've changed as a person. I don't think you should ever be held to the same standard as you were in high school. And I don't think you're bound by the things that you did then, the things that you believed in, whatever. Like, it's okay to change throughout your life. And I really do relate to how you don't want to come off as like judging them by actually changing your own life and maybe reprioritizing things in your own life, not feeling like you can relate. I mean, honestly, I have had friends in my life who weren't Christians and maybe didn't share the same values as me, but they were some of the best people to be around because I felt like they really loved me. They were really open with me. They were kind and there were some things that they would talk about that I couldn't necessarily relate to in terms of maybe like talking about sex when I was waiting until marriage and I just didn't really know how to relate. But when I looked at them as people, their character, they were kind-hearted, genuine people. And so I felt that I could still really, you know, have a healthy friendship with them because I liked who they were as people. So I don't think that people are necessarily defined by their actions. I think if you're in a place where you won't feel pressured to do the same things if they are accepting of your life and you are not judging theirs I think you can still have grounds for a friendship but it depends on the kind of person you are if you're someone who's going to be easily pressured to do something and I don't think you need to drop them either I do think naturally you probably won't relate to the conversation as much if it does usually revolve around those things it might be harder to relate and that's okay it's okay if things kind of naturally fizzle out like I said I don't think you can't be friends with people you disagree with, though. I just don't think that's true. I mean, some of my best friends, I don't agree with them on certain things, but we're still really great friends, and I love to be around them. It's hard because for these questions, I feel like I don't have just clear advice for you guys. I'm just like, yeah, I relate to that, and I move on. But I do think it's true. I think that you can definitely still be friends with them. If it's ever making you uncomfortable, I don't think you need to. It's not like you have to stay friends with people from your childhood. You can also stay friends with them if you want to. I hope that helps a little bit. I'm reading this person's email and I just love the way she wrote it. I love when people use cute words that are quirky when they just have really nice vocabulary. But she says, My question is, do you think that it's possible to live with your friends? How do you gracefully exit a living arrangement with an existing friend? Do you have experience living with people who you've already knew, or did you become friends with them closer when you were roommates? I'm currently living with a high school friend. I'm 24, and we began living together with another school friend who moved out before the end of the lease. We are facing the end of the lease in July and are planning to continue looking for properties together with another friend of mine. I was keen to have another friend of mine join us, but my current housemate would prefer less people. I would prefer to live with the two new friends rather than the high school friend because I'm closer to them and feel excited at the prospect. How should I balance my living situation while still preserving my friendships? 
Should I ditch the high school friend and opt for the potentially more fun house or should I stay in a situation that I know works? Okay, this one's hard because it doesn't sound like the situation you have right now is bad. It sounds like you do get along with your friend who's the high school friend that you're currently living with, but you kind of like the idea of living with these two new friends more because you're closer to them. And this is hard because I do think it would hurt your relationship if you were to leave the old friend who you were living with and room with these new people. I would ask her, so you say she prefers less people, but kind of ask if she would be okay with those two new friends actually coming in too because you really enjoy being around them and you also really love living with her and you don't want to not live with her and see if she would be open to that idea. I have lived with, when I lived with my friend Rose, I've known Rose. Rose is like one of my best friends. I've known her since sixth grade and we lived together. It was my year after I graduated college and she was so lovely to live with. She was so great. I love Rose. She's a great roommate. I think she's just getting a new apartment now in the city because she just graduated. I loved living with her. I think a lot of times people say you shouldn't live with people that you're really close with, but we had a great time. We each like did all the chores and whatnot, but I loved hanging out with her. I also didn't feel bad if I went in my room alone, vice versa. And so she was just great to live with. So I think it can still definitely work, but I do think I'm just putting myself in their shoes. Like if I was living with Rose and she had two friends in her college that she actually liked being that she was getting close with and then she said hey I'm going to possibly live with these two friends instead of you I'm gonna be honest I probably would be a little bit offended and so I would try to make the situation work where it's the three of you and maybe she'll come around to having more people I do think it's worth preserving the friendship if you are still friends with her even if you're not as close as you are with the new friends, if that makes sense. The um, the subject line for this one is so funny. She says, friendship. I've been waiting for this one. Turn it up. This is actually a good one. They're all really good. I'm reading all of them and they're great. And if you hear me aggressively itching my foot, it's because it rained for a week straight and now the mosquitoes are eating me alive. And I think it's so interesting how some people really get bit by mosquitoes and some people don't. For some reason, mosquitoes love me. So I'm going to edit there and just go into this. She says, So my friendship advice, keep it short before college. I had never had a best friend. I am best friends with my boyfriend, but I mean like a girl best friend. I get to college and become best friends with this one girl. She was a good Christian friend and we basically spent every waking moment together and it was awesome. Then she got a boyfriend and dumped me literally without warning, just decided she didn't want to be friends anymore. That's so sad. We don't talk, don't hang out, and it's like nothing ever happened. Obviously, this broke my heart, like seriously worse than any breakup I've had. I so agree that friend breakups can be harder than like breakups with significant others. Additionally, the last few months of the school year were some of the loneliest and hardest times of my life, and I'm just so sad about the whole situation. However, looking back, she wasn't the greatest friend to me, and a lot of good things have come out of this hard time. My question is, how do I forgive her? I still want to be good friends to her and show her the love of Christ, but it's so hard when she hurts me so badly. I really just want to cut her out of my life completely, but what is your advice on being a good friend to her, but not expecting anything in return? Also, what's your advice on making new friends, as I'm sure you're going to answer this in the episode? Ooh, this is so, so difficult, and that's so hard too, and also very common. I think a lot of times when you start dating someone new, you do get obsessed with them and it is a high when you're starting to date someone like it's seriously the best feeling ever when you're falling in love with someone 
And I think there is so much pressure to just drop your friends and only like hang out with them. But I think if you're in a healthy relationship with your significant other, they should also be encouraging you to see your friends. I think that's very healthy. But sometimes people are doing it and they don't realize that they're just dropping their friends. So it's good to kind of give them a little nudge. But if she just straight up dropped you... I don't think you owe her trying to be a good friend and not expecting anything in return. I think you can be gracious and nice, but you don't need to be putting in the effort there. I think when it comes to forgiveness, I did an episode on like giving yourself grace and all that. I think a lot of times we frame forgiveness like you're forgiving the other person, but a lot of times forgiving people is something for yourself where you are taking the weight off yourself that I'm not going to focus on this anymore. I'm not going to put my energy on this anymore. And I don't foster any resentment towards this person, but I am forgiving them and moving on. And I think a lot of that has to do with yourself and kind of doing it for yourself. And so I think that might be the situation to do here. A lot of times people will then break up with their significant others and then they'll try to go back to their friends and I think that's just so sad you should not drop your friends if you're dating someone and I'm really sorry that that happened to you I would just make peace with it in your mind and just try to focus on it and again like you said making new friends I am not really an expert on making new friends it gets especially harder as you get older especially when you're married and We moved here and most of our friends were in New York, but now all of our New York friends are spread out and it's just really hard to stay in touch with people when you're just in really different life stages. So honestly, guys, in terms of making new friends, I could also use some advice too because it's definitely hard. I surprisingly meet a lot of people through Instagram. I actually was eating the other night at Katie Trail Ice House, which is a really fun restaurant here in Dallas. And our waitress was a subscriber and she was so sweet. And I was thinking about it and I was like, I really love my subscribers. They're all like such sweet people that I would love to just be friends with everyone. I call you guys my friends in terms of like my YouTube subscribers, my podcast listeners, because I actually feel like y'all are really, really awesome people and they're just lovely to be around. So Instagram is honestly a way that I meet a lot of people. I know it's kind of awkward, but a lot of times other people are thinking that they want to make friends, but they're just not putting in the effort to like ask people to go get coffee or to get lunch. And that is honestly how a lot of friendships form is just by reaching out. Okay, these are honestly so good. So this is going to be a longer episode because I'm just reading through some of these and they're great. This one says, I have a friend group, a trio, and since the pandemic, I have felt really distanced from them, especially one of them. My friend, let's name her Katie, and I are my other friend, Rachel, maid of honors. Rachel's wedding has been postponed a few times because of COVID, and I just get this feeling that she regrets picking me and Katie as her maid of honors. The three of us usually only talk and text in our group chat, but Rachel hardly ever responds anymore. An example, a friend of mine went missing, and I was obviously upset about it, and Rachel never said anything about it, nothing supportive or even responsive about the topic. I texted her separately and asked if everything was okay, and she said she was just busy with work. She hasn't been updating us with her life events, her, her fiancé getting COVID, seeing her family for the first time because of COVID, etc. We've always been super close and tell each other everything, so it's weird that she didn't tell us these things. I had to find out through social media. I sent them a text saying, I feel like we've drifted apart and it makes me sad, and Katie responded, but Rachel didn't really say much. Just that COVID made things difficult, which yes, but we don't live close to each other now, so it kind of didn't affect seeing each other anyways. We all FaceTimed once a little while after that, and I texted them after the FaceTime saying how much it meant to me and that I miss them a lot and it'd be nice if we could FaceTime a little more often. Since then, nothing has changed. 
I talked and FaceTimed Katie more and she also said that Rachel has been distant and she feels like Rachel regrets picking us at her maid of honors. What should I do? Honestly, just by reading this, I just want to say you sound like a really lovely friend. Just the fact that you could take those things personally, like them, like her not asking anything about you. It's really easy to get angry about this stuff, but the fact that you just texted and asked if everything was okay, that is so kind. And you just seem like a really sweet friend encouraging everyone to FaceTime too. And so I don't think you're in the wrong here. It definitely sounds like she has something going on. And I think all you can do is try to be there for her and ask her. But at the end of the day, it could be that. And if she's not telling you because you asked, it could also be that you are right about her regretting that. But it kind of just is the thing she did, though. (laughs) Like, I don't think you can really go back once you pick your maid of honors. It makes it really difficult. But it sounds like she probably is just distracted by other things. I mean, planning a wedding is really stressful. And I think a lot of times you even feel guilty asking your bridesmaids to help you. So maybe that could be part of it. But especially since you FaceTime and it felt normal then and then she just kind of drifted off again. I think it could just be her not taking the time to really get back to you guys and respond to you guys. I'm glad the other friend is doing really well though and is like back at it or whatever. That's the hard thing about friend groups of three. I think a lot of times it's two become closer and one gets left out. I feel like that happens pretty often. But it's not like you're leaving her out by any means. It's just that she isn't as responsive. And so yeah, I think all you can do is keep being the friend that you're doing and always make sure she feels included and ask her how she is. But at the end of the day, it's also helpful if she's doing that for you too. So I get that that's really hard. Okay, this one is also really good. She says, how if at all do you deal with your significant other having more friends than you? I met my boyfriend in college four years ago and from the start, he has always had more friends than I have. When we were in college, he would always be out with his friends any chance he could get. It didn't really bother me much because I either would be out with them or I'd be out with my own friends. Now that we have been together for a while and out of school for a while, I feel like I have lost almost all my friends, but I feel like for him, he and his friends have all gotten closer. Every now and then, they all get together for big friend trips, which I love that my boyfriend can see his friends, but I get sad knowing I'll be all alone by myself. I'd love to hear how you deal with Aiden and him going away on trips with his friends or how you deal with managing friend time in a relationship. I love this question because I just want to say right now, while it may be kind of hurtful for you because you are comparing yourself, like you don't have as many friends, he sees them more. It's a good sign that he feels so close to his friends and that they're really good relationships. I think it's so good for a relationship to have that. I am in the same position as you. Aiden definitely has a lot more friends than I do and sees them pretty often. And he went on like a bachelor trip, which I honestly, it was really fun because I went and stayed with my family and I had a good time over there too. So I was not bummed about that. And I know he feels recharged with his friends in a different way than when he's with me. And I don't get offended by that because I know I get that when I'm around my girlfriends too. So I would just say one, I know it's hard, but I do think you should appreciate that because he's probably going to be a much healthier, well-rounded person because of that. And two, something that I've noticed with him as we get older, so he has a lot of friends who also got married and I'm starting to become friends with their wives or their girlfriends, whatever it may be. That's like our friends in Austin. It's one of Aiden's old roommates when we were in college and I knew him, but we weren't like super close and he got married and now I hang out with them and then they also have friends from Austin. So we kind of hang out with all of them now and I've met a lot of my female friends through 
like the wives and the girls being in the friend group if that makes sense so maybe if any of his guy friends have girlfriends try to do double dates group dates that kind of thing it can definitely make you feel more included not that you need to be coming to all like the hangouts anymore it's just to say that it's nice when you feel included and you can also get friends out of it and also I think the thing that's hard for me is I actually like being by myself and so I don't really mind it But I do know that it can be hard, especially when you really like your boyfriend and you love being around him and he does have a lot of friends and whatnot. But I do think it should be something that you appreciate too because it is really healthy. So yeah, I hope that helped if any of them do have girlfriends, like I said. And it's okay if you have less friends than him too. Like it doesn't mean that you are any worse as a person by any means. Okay, I think a lot of people will relate to this one. She says... I moved an hour away from friends and family to New York City for my job with my fiance, and I also just graduated college in December. I work on Wall Street, so my job is very demanding and stressful and time-consuming. I have zero time for anything but minimal sleep, work, exercise, meal time, and a shower during weekdays, and my weekends are usually free, but I often log online and I work then as well. Okay. This girl is very committed to her job, which is great. She says... The only free time I have is weekends, so my fiancé and I really cherish them and use them to actually be together since we literally rarely cross paths during the week despite living together. My family constantly complains that I don't make time for them, aka travel an hour to and from my hometown to visit on the only two days I have time with my fiancé or time to relax, and I feel my friendships weakening. I have no idea how to balance it all. I won't sacrifice quality time with my fiancé, and I won't sacrifice my exercise or sleep either because those are the only things that keep me relatively sane. Do you have any advice for how to balance all these things pulling you in a million directions? I feel like if I'm being a good partner, I'm a terrible daughter or sister. If I'm a good employee, I'm a terrible friend. Or if I'm a good sister, I'm a bad partner. All the help. This one is so hard because I really do feel that too. Back when I was like working a more demanding job, it was so much harder to meet people. It was so much harder to hang out with friends because it's like you do want to spend that time with your partner when you are off from work and sometimes you're just so tired by the time it gets to Saturday. I mean, honestly, with the family thing, this is going to sound maybe bad, but ask them if they would go see you. That's something that I get really frustrated with when families will like make you feel bad for not seeing them, but then they don't make an effort to see you. Like it is a mutual relationship. And if they really want to see you, they should come in town and like get lunch with you, get dinner with you, something that's easier for you to do. I don't think that you need to have all these things perfectly in balance all the time though. And obviously, I agree that sleep and exercise are really important and it's hard to be a really, those are actually vital for your health and you can't be a good friend if your health isn't good. So I don't think those should be compromised. I think even if you see a friend once every couple of weeks, like that is okay too. It's not something where you have to constantly be hanging out. And I think within friendships, if you are really close with people, I'm not talking about meeting new people, but if you have close friends, they should really kind of encourage you through the life stage you're in. And obviously not all your life is going to be so demanding with this new job. I totally get that when you're starting out, it's going to be really busy when you're starting out. You're putting in more hours and I think if you're having really solid friendships, they should understand that that's kind of the phase of life you're in. If you make that known, if it's not a personal thing, you just literally don't have the time. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to just 
do everything in this perfect balance, but that's just not reality. I think life comes in seasons and there's busy seasons and there are slower seasons. I'm personally in a pretty slow season right now and I really like it and that's why I'm trying to kind of focus things that I wasn't focusing on before, but that's okay if you can't balance everything out perfectly. Like you said, if you're doing one thing, you're not doing the other and you feel bad, I think you just have to pick a few things to focus on and be happy with those things and it's okay if friends are kind of put on the back burner for a second. I don't think that should be a permanent thing though. I think as time goes on, it is healthy to have more free time to do things outside of work, but it just depends on you. Some people, they really find fulfillment through their job and their job alone. And maybe they have like one or two friends. That is fine. That's okay to be that way. It just depends on you as a person. This one is about a friend breakup. She says, something I had a really hard time with was the ending of one of my college friendships. I have a more passive personality and I seem to attract the opposite, very strong-minded individuals. I become friends with, we can call her Jessica, and we were pretty inseparable. She tended to rub people the wrong way with her bluntness, but she always stood by me and we had a lot of good times. She did sometimes tend to get jealous and wasn't very supportive of me spending time with anyone but her. We had our ups and downs, but we were very close. When I started dating my now boyfriend of three years, Jessica was newly out of a relationship and wasn't thrilled about it. I can totally understand her feelings and made sure not to talk about it or show PDA if we were all hanging out. Eventually, Jessica and my boyfriend got into an argument and it was really just miscommunication, but it exploded and they couldn't be in the same room together. I am a person who tends to avoid conflict like the plague, and this was the most unbearable situation I'd ever been in. I didn't want to make my good friend feel uncomfortable, but at the same time, I felt like deep down she really didn't want me to be happy. I also wanted my boyfriend to feel supportive, and I felt like whatever I did, I was hurting someone. She wanted me to end the relationship, and I wanted to be with him. The friendship slowly faded. She started dating someone else, and eventually it died because she claimed I didn't prioritize her. Overall, it was so sad, and I still feel very guilty to this day. Reflecting back, I do believe it was a toxic friendship. However, I never want to be a girl who chooses a guy over a friend. I don't even know if that's what happened. I love my boyfriend, and we've had a really great relationship since, and he has been so supportive, especially now when I'm in nursing school. But because of the whole experience with Jessica at the start of our relationship, I almost feel like I shouldn't be happy with him and shouldn't be open about it with people or social media. I know it's a very strange situation, and I just don't know how to let it go and feel happy. I haven't had a super close best friend since, and I really miss having a good girlfriend. Oh, this one made me so sad. This is so sad. I hate friend breakups, like especially when it's that kind of situation. I just want you to know, I does not sound like at all like you were picking the boyfriend over her. And while she may feel like that's what happened... It definitely sounds like it was her just being jealous because she came out of a relationship. Maybe she felt like you were spending more time with him, whatever. But the fact that you like didn't show PDA or try not to talk about it, this is what I was saying in the beginning. You should feel comfortable talking about the things that you enjoy with other people, especially your friends. Like They should support that and love you. Obviously, you don't have to rub it in her face because she doesn't have her boyfriend anymore. But for you, you know... You're not going to like, what is the quote that says you don't dim your shine to make someone else feel better about themselves? I think that's so true, especially within friendships. And if you love your boyfriend and you're happy to be with him, you can tell the freaking world about it and they deserve to know. And I don't want you to feel like you can't share that and be happy about it, especially because of that situation. I know that feeling when you're just longing for having a solid female friendship with someone that you really enjoy being around 
and I know it's really hard and so I'm sorry. I'm just sorry that that happened. Maybe if you feel like you haven't gotten complete closure with her, you could get that. It sounds like it kind of just faded out after. But yeah, it's also hard when your boyfriend doesn't get along with your friends and that's a whole situation and so I'm sorry. I just want you to know that it's okay to be happy and the things you're happy about and you also will find friends who support you for you and support your life and are happy for it and it's worth it holding out for friends like that. Okay, so this one is probably my last one I'm going to answer but it's kind of about the last one too. It says, it's all very complex, but basically my core group of friends from high school don't like my boyfriend. I have been with my boyfriend for three years and we have a great relationship. My friends strongly dislike him because of his straight up mentality. He has consistently called them out on behaviors he thinks are immature. It's hard for me because they all used to be good friends with him and now they dislike him and they easily gang up on him together. I feel like I'm taking the heat because my boyfriend doesn't care what they think and they are quick to attack me over his words and actions, which doesn't seem fair on both sides. There are a lot of specifics that go into this, but I mainly just want to hear your thoughts on the best way to navigate this. I know in my heart I'm growing beyond them and I've even made friends with people older who really like my boyfriend. I've been, I have been really struggling to allow myself to start distancing from them without deep guilt and anxiety over how they'll take it. I love them to death, but this has been weighing on me for years now. I can't figure out how to best handle this. Dealing with friend, friend relationships and romantic relationships is so hard. That is really tough because I'm trying to think about myself. And honestly, sometimes when I'm around people who are so straight up where things become like a little bit offensive, it can be hurtful. And when you are trying to kind of... I don't think that your friends need to be best friends with your boyfriend. Like, I know a lot of people when I was in college who would bring their boyfriends to everything and they could never just hang out on their own. They always had to bring their boyfriend. And it wasn't that you didn't like the boyfriend, but it's just a different vibe when you just had them. And I think it's healthy to be able to kind of do things on your own. But I've never really had like a close friend who didn't like my boyfriend that I was with, if that makes sense. And so, uh, yeah, that's really hard. If you feel like the reason why you're not friends is simply because of the boyfriend, I think that can be a little bit difficult. But it sounds like there's some other things going on. Like you said, you've kind of moved on from them. But if it's just because of the boyfriend, I would just question if you do still want to be friends with them. This is really hard. I'm like just sitting here trying to ponder the best advice because it is really hard because like I would just ask if the things that your boyfriend said to them were just blunt or if they were hurtful because there's a very fine line between the two of those things. But at the same time, I don't think it's right for your friends to gang up on him either. It sounds like the boyfriend and the friends kind of need to have a chat about what's going on. And I hate when then you're in the middle. Like that's so not fair to you when you literally didn't do anything. But then you feel like you're responsible for your boyfriend because he's your boyfriend. I think it's okay if you move on. And especially because you've been with your boyfriend for three years. This isn't just a short relationship that has just started on. I think if that's the case, if people don't like your new boyfriend that you're bringing in, if you really trust the opinion of your friends, I do think you should take their opinion to heart to some extent. I don't think entirely. Um, I mean, you know your heart. You know if you need to move on and find new friends. And I think it's okay if you just aren't being friends with them because you don't actually get along with them anymore. You don't really see your lives intertwining. But if it's because of the things the boyfriend said, I think that is a reason to maybe kind of talk with them about it and see if apologies need to happen at all. So I think that's really hard, especially because you love your friends, you love your boyfriend, you don't want to get in the middle. But 
Yeah, really tough. I feel like that was a great advice, but I hope it helped a little bit. That is everything that I'm going to answer for this episode. Honestly, guys, I got so many submissions for this. This was so helpful. I hope this helped a little bit. I hope I try to always pick the questions that I think people are going to relate to, not like the juiciest or the most specific ones, because I do want them to be topics that you guys can take to heart. I obviously don't know everything. I think friend stuff is really hard. I did an episode on confrontation. And if you guys listen to that one, you know, I hate confrontation. And so I usually do deal with conflict, probably in a bad way, but I'm trying to be better at it. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Feel free to write a review, rate this podcast, subscribe to listen every Monday. Follow me on Instagram. It's just at Michelle Reed if you want to be in the next one. I'm so thankful for you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your week. I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye, friends.